Welcome to the Musician's Venture Podcast. This is a podcast focused on lessons learned from musicians' backstories, as well as from building successful careers in the music business. My name is Nick O'Brien, and I'll be interviewing artists and industry experts and offering insights based on events that Wisconsin Music Ventures has produced. On occasion, I'll be joined by Allison M., the founder of Wisconsin Music Ventures, as she and I will dive into topics relevant to the music industry. So let's get down to business. Welcome to this episode of the Musicians Venture Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Nick O'Brien, and I'm joined by the one and only Allison M., founder of Wisconsin Music Ventures, and the first host of the Musicians Venture Podcast. Uh, Allison, thanks for you know taking some time. I know we had talked uh, you know a few weeks ago about doing kind of a reflection on 2022 for the podcast, and um, you know yesterday we. We had a, a musician meetup asking musicians to, to kind of do the same thing, um, but reflecting on their 2022. And so I thought it'd be a good idea to just kind of like, you know, peel back the pages of 2022 on the podcast and reflect on some episodes that stood back, stood out to us and some some interviews that um, kind of helped, for one, me uh, grow closer to the the creativity in the in the people that are in the music industry those both that are a part of Wisconsin Music Ventures and 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 not um, so yeah I think this would it'll be a fun episode it's always a time of reflection here at, at the end of the year so um, I'm I'm looking forward to to hearing your perspective on on some of these episodes as well Allison sounds good let's dig in awesome so you know. Let's, I always like to start like kind of in reflection, like putting some some sort of quantifiable, uh, that's just the way I do it, like putting some sort of quantifiable numbers around um, just what 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 was accomplished in this year. And so just high level, uh, the Musicians Venture put out 44 episodes this year, which is, you know, just shy of, of an episode a week. And throughout those 44 episodes, uh, either I or Allison interviewed 30 different artists and not just artists in Wisconsin either. We we had, you know, somewhere between, I'd say, I'd, I'd say around 10 or a dozen um, artists that were interviewed from outside of Wisconsin, uh, all different stages of their career, some in the early stages, some kind of in the middle stages, and, and even some toward the end of their, of their career. Um, just a good mix of guests that we had. And uh, from a listenership perspective, um, the 2022 uh, amount of listens was more than double than what the the podcast experienced in 2021. Um, so it's good sign of of growth, um, which I think is a word for for this year. Uh, it was it was a word that came up a lot last uh, in that meet musician meetup that we did. Um, but I know it's a word that Allison and I have used as well for our own personal lives in 2022. So Allison, I got, I just got to thank you for starting this podcast and, um, you know, kind of trusting me to hand the microphone over to, to host these interviews. It's been a really awesome experience. I'm, I'm just, I'm so grateful. Yeah. Thank you so much, Nick. It's been really fun to hear you uh, interview all the artists. You've been doing a great, great job. Uh, clearly, as the numbers are showing, and um, it's really been fun to, yeah, see the the podcast take off even more. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's fun to still have a little bit of uh, 
uh, a platform on here myself and be able to jump in now and then, but um, it's also really, really nice to know that it's um, in really, um, really good hands as well. And um, yeah, growth is, um, yeah, I mean, that's such a, a good word for so many reasons for this year. I think that it kind of sums up what we were talking about uh, yesterday on the, on the musician call. Um, a lot of people's terms, their, their words for the year uh, centered around that. I might say also like open-minded. I mean, being willing to um, try things, explore. Um, a lot of the words kind of echoed that sentiment as well. And, and I think that might also kind of um, be a symptom or, you know, part of, part of what's been coming out of our, you know, our COVID uh, situation a little bit. We still have to play around with things. We still don't really know how things are going to go, um, what the best foot forward is, but, but we're willing to try. And um, that's kind of, um, that, that seemed how to be how it was for a lot of the folks on the call. Yeah. And we tried some, some new things with the podcast this year too. Yeah. We went, went on location twice at, at mile of music. And then uh, again at, at wise fest, that was, those were fun episodes to do, honestly. Um, like I've loved the mild music since I first, you know, was exposed to it and having the opportunity to, you know, follow musicians around and catch up with them after a show and do a quick interview with them about that experience was just, uh, it grew me even closer to that festival and to the, and to the artists that I got the chance to talk with. Um, and same with Wise Fest. I, having never been to that festival before, um, it was cool to be on location and talk to, you know, Melissa uh, about organizing it and Allie about the social media. And then, you know, a few of the musicians um, about their experience playing at the festival. Just we we tried some new things. And, um, you know, honestly, I was I just saw Allie uh, the other night at a, at a Lineman's open stage. And I had just been going through the podcast analytics that day. And Wisefest was like one of our most listened to episodes. Mm -hmm. And uh and it's same with the mile of music. So I think that might be something that we 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 try to move forward with a little bit. We tried some experiments and I, I think it worked. Yeah, for sure. And then um speaking of most listened to episodes, I was looking as well. Um so the shift from when I um, stopped hosting officially to when Nick kind of took the reins, um, it was kind of mid-year, I would say. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we started a new season at that point in time. I think that was in June. Um, and I was looking at some of the interviews that I did um, in that in that early portion of the year. Um, there tended to be actually, for whatever reason, more um industry professionals, you might say, than actual musicians. And a lot of the folks that I talked with, still a few few musicians, but um, Alan Hallis is one of the people that I talked with whose um, episode was like off the charts. And uh, and I think a big reason for that is because he's, uh, you know, local to the Wisconsin area. He uh, is a really big supporter and advocate for live music and promoting great music in the Milwaukee area by um, his breaking and entering music blog. And um, he continues to write for other uh, places as well. But, um, you know, one of the things I really enjoyed about this podcast is like, we, we like to share the story of musicians who are doing great things and how they did it and how they are continuing to um, try new things and, and kind of be that, um, in that open-minded mind space that we were just talking about, but also 
in talking with industry professionals like Vinnie Marini and like the um, management for musicians and um, and Alan is, is obviously a journalist, um, Carly Evans and agency work. Um, you know, in talking with people who work with musicians all the time, we learn a lot as well about um, what they're looking for, what they see, what's, what they don't see so that maybe we can stand out a little bit more. So um, it's, it's super important to me to have all perspectives represented as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and I know you, you know, you tend to interact a lot more with the industry professional side of, of the music business um, than I do. And I'm happy that you can provide that kind of that element to the podcast. I really, I mean, I enjoy talking with anybody, but um, particularly with the musicians that I get to see play live. Um, it's, it's just been an incredible experience to, you know, have a conversation with them, you know, for an hour or so and, and, and get to know the, the person behind the musician and behind the music. And I think I've referenced a couple of times in talking with folks out and about, about the podcast and, you know, it, it, it's kind of akin to my experience when I was uh, growing up watching uh, behind the music on VH1. And I remember, you know, the first few episodes, I, I, I look back at that and I thought that was what really those experiences of like getting to know the musician behind the music um, was really what kind of got me to lean in to, to loving music even more. And um, just understanding the challenges that 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 artists go through both in their personal and their professional lives and and how they've overcome them and how they are just so committed to music as honestly just like kind of who they are it's their expression of of all their experiences and how they're working through them um you know in particular like uh, Emil Pandolfi stands out that episode, um, you know, somebody with hundreds of millions of streams. And, you know, to be honest, I was a little intimidated uh, to do that interview um, because he's, 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 you know, significantly successful, but gosh, he is just one of the most humble people I've, I've ever spoken with. And that really stood out to me. And also his, his, perspective on what success means you know he's had a, a a really decorated and accomplished career and you know it's not about the number of streams or the number of albums sold it's 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 more about like just getting to do what he loves every single day and feeling fortunate that 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 medium um enables him to do in his life what what he loves to do so much which is travel and spend time with his wife and his family and um, that was a through line that I kind of picked up on through a lot of the episodes that, uh, and interviews that I did is, you know, you think that musicians may be watching the numbers and the dollar signs and things like that. But when you really dig beneath that, it's, it's, it's more about just the opportunity they have and how fortunate they feel to be able to do this thing that they love for a living. Um, that really stood out to me. And um, like I said before, I'm just so grateful that I've had the opportunity and the platform to have those types of conversations and, and learn about people that just happen to be people that I admire because of their their creative talents and their musical abilities. So um, 
it's 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 almost impossible for me to look at one interview and be like that's my favorite of the year um as i was preparing for this interview i was trying to just like zoom in on a couple and i i just you know obviously there's there's special components of all of those interviews so as a whole i'm just in- incredibly uh fortunate to to have to ha- to get to have these conversations and thank you allison i i, I think i've said that a few times but um it, it there's no other words I can use than to just be this to be grateful and, and thankful for the opportunity. Yeah, of course. And um, yeah, it's it's been really fun to hear you uh, get into more detail about the lives, um, you know, behind the scenes, as you said, and some of my favorite conversations or I mean, again, not necessarily favorites, but ones that stand out for different reasons. Um, I was thinking of what uh, actually one of the last industry professionals that I talked with um, was Kanita Hickman. And then Bissa Ray, who you uh, spoke with, those were both really, really powerful interviews um, for different reasons, both from uh, the female perspective. Um, in Kanita's episode, she talked about being a Black female in the music industry in the Milwaukee area, um, the ups and downs in that kind of uh, life and environment, um, what we need to do to really expand um, you know, more opportunities for not only women, but also people of, people of color. And uh, she really spoke very um, openly, honestly, uh, very to the point about what needs to happen to change for that. And uh, Bissa Ray, that was just super, super powerful too. And um, yeah, I, I mean, and, and she's also from the Wisconsin area, um, but she, she does a lot of, you know, kind of an urban style of music, I would say. And uh, hearing her talk about how difficult it is to break into that as a female and uh, what specifically she's gone through in, um, you know, in such an honest way, um, man, I mean, I I can relate a lot to that um, in some regards. And uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, I know we've talked about this, it's it's giving us um, pause to really think about like, you know, um, because of how um, honest the dialogue has been and, and how um, meaningful even some of the artists have expressed um, these interviews to have been after the fact um, with us they, they don't always say that like on social media or like in you know publicly they'll, but they'll they'll come back and say hey that was like you know one of my favorite interviews or something like that and you know thank you for being um, willing to you know I know she talked about that with you about being willing to uh, ask those tough questions um, that's that's really giving us more of a direction for moving forward with in the future and you know allowing um, artists and anyone in the industry that we talk with really to um, to really express what's really on their mind and what they've gone through. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, here I am, like scrolling through the episodes and um, you know just reflecting back and um, I remember like you know, one of the first episodes I did interviews I did was with Ben Moana. And, you know, I'd, I'd seen him play a few times before that interview, but it was the result of that interview was um, a really strong friendship that, that came out of it. Again, just like getting to know his story and, you know, coming over from Uganda and how he fell in love with, you know, the Kenosha area and, and then, you know, fell, fell in love with his, with his now wife and um, how music allows him in a, a, a platform to kind of reflect on 
his time in Uganda. And I remember he had just put out a single, uh, the outside when we had done that interview. And I must've listened to that song like hundreds of times, um, both before and after that interview. That's one that, that stands out to me as well as, um, the interview with Kula. Um, you know, I, again, I had talked with him a couple of times before that interview, but, the result of that interview on like just the engineering and like kind of the technical side of music and, and the technological side of, of music with what he's doing, um, you know, with a couple of his, his, his new kind of business opportunities that kickstarted a, a project, you know, that I, that I got involved with, with him and, you know, hosting a, a music tech conference during tech week in Milwaukee. Um, it's just, it's really interesting how, conversations like this can can kickstart you know new things new realizations new friendships um also just looking back at a conversation with um Kristen Sponsia uh about you know the anxiety of being on stage and um and I I remember experiencing a, a little bit of anxiety during that part of the summer myself which is some of my own projects and we were a, really able to kind of connect on the mental health side of, of creativity. Uh, that's another one that stands out. Like I said, that all of these stand out for different reasons. And it's, it's really cool to go back and, and reflect on them. And, and then most recently um, the interview with Cal Shimmers, I mean, he's 18 years old and he's, you know, experiencing a ton of success and to, to get, a look at the music industry through an artist's eyes who is so early in their life, but still he has this commitment to just as has his words in his words, just like keeping his head on straight and focusing on self-care and, and mindfulness and, and what feels right and not getting swept up too much in the, in the success or, you know, the views on his TikTok page or the listens on his Spotify streams, things like that. Like, Oh man, I, I may I may sound like a broken record here, but um, just it's it's just been so cool to to do this. It really it really has, and I hope our listeners have enjoyed it as well. Um, and you know, I'll I'll put a, a little like a little ask out there. If you follow the musicians venture on any social media accounts, um, you know, feel free to send us a, a message or or comment uh, with how any episodes kind of help you connect with that artist or help you connect with something in your life that you can relate to. Uh, we'd love to see a lot more interactivity on our social media channels um, with, uh, with the episodes that we put out. So feel free that the, the communication door is open. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And are you, were you did you come away inspired to do anything as uh, Nick himself was just talking about how he was inspired to start an event with some of these musicians? I mean, some of these people are really passionate about what they do. And I mean, I mean, all of them really are, but um, did you come away um, finding, you know, something inside of you where you, you really um, became passionate as a result. So that would be fun to hear as well. Yeah, absolutely. And as Allison, you mentioned earlier, um, you know, as we've, as I've kind of like zoomed in to, um, artists' lives a lot more through these interviews. Uh, you and I have started talking the past couple of weeks about, you know, adding a new element to the podcast in these interviews where, you know, we do in, maybe intentionally 
dig a little bit deeper in in you know in the musicians' backstories and the challenges that they've they're facing because something that that kind of stands out to me with these interviews is that they're using the music as this like constant source of support and expression um as they're you know overcoming any particular challenges in their lives and i'd i'd love to to kind of like i said dig deeper with future guests on that particular element and cuz you know music is a is a is a way of income for them it is a but it's also a way of life and it's something that is almost like it's a it's a creative outlet that allows them to uh, feel at home w- within themselves, and uh, so just be be on the lookout for some more maybe some more deeper interviews uh, in 2023 because um, I'm kind of still getting my bearings here as a podcast host, uh, first time you know in the in the in the host chair um, at least you know when it comes to interviewing musicians, um, so right there with any feedback listeners have any, any topics you'd like to cover with musicians um, or you'd like to have us cover with musicians. That would also be really fun and cool to, to kind of make your suggestions and your topic ideas um, a part of a part of the podcast moving forward. Yeah. And uh, just kind of to, to build off of that, um, I would say, I think it's kind of become a goal of ours to be more than just like another music podcast, another um, music business podcast, you could say. Um, we're finding that we really enjoy learning more about the musicians, learning more about their humanness, you could say, and um, learning how we can all relate a little bit more to them. Uh, there's a lot of us who really um, enjoy using music as, you know, as a therapeutic sort of element and um, whether that's in the good times or bad. And um, we know for sure that many of the people we talk with do as well. Um, And then there's also challenges to being a musician. um, And, you know, whether it's um, socioeconomic or, you know, all sorts of different reasons. um, There, we just want to find out a little bit more than the average interview might typically, so that, um, yeah, we can just, again, show that human side. Yeah. And, we're already starting to to book uh, musicians for 2023. I've got a a few uh, being booked right now, um, uh, and some with Wisconsin Music Ventures, some without. But uh, again, kind of trying to include our listeners in that process. If there are musicians that you would like to hear hear interviewed on the podcast, you know, feel free to you know, sh- uh, comment on posts or send us a message, or you can always reach out to me directly at uh, nick at wisconsinmusicventures.com if you have uh, recommendations of musicians that you love and you'd like to see them on the podcast, um, you know, we'll certainly entertain those those suggestions, that feedback. Um, and I'm just really excited about, you know, what 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 happened with the podcast and in 2022 and, and really inspired to, to keep things going in, in, in more and new, new and exciting ways. Um, you know, I just had a, Allison and I attended, like I said earlier, um, an open stage at Lineman's the other day, and I was starting to tinker around with an idea of, you know, could there be an episode or two where we, you know, go on location at, at open mic nights and just kind of talk with, with people who are, 
putting new music out there and just the experience of, of an open mic night as a musician, like what, what that's like, you know, we kind of dove into that a little bit with, with, with Ben Harold um, and, you know, how, how dedicated he was to kind of honing his craft and doing open mic nights, like, you know, several times a week for four or five straight months. And I think we often forget that musicians, you know, there's, there's a lot of work that goes into that and, and the performing element, it's, you're working on that when you're performing, you know, paid shows, but um, th just the environment at Linneman's the other night was so cool. Um, everybody's being so supportive and it's a room packed full of musicians and they only get a few songs, but um, they're working things out on the stage in front of their peers. It's, it's a cool experience. And so it just kind of like thought, I just thought to myself, boy, how do we, you know, capture that in a, in a podcast episode or two? I think that would be cool. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I was kind of thinking about that at the same time. So um, <laughs> great minds think alike here. Yeah. Um, so I think there's definitely a potential for getting something like that uh, incorporated into the podcast. Um, and I think Lenemans would be glad to um, have us stop by and, and discuss that. And uh, I know for sure we have another event on our calendar for January that um I don't know if we should really tease it right now, um, but uh, we, yeah, it's going to be coming from no studios in Milwaukee, and uh, that's going to be a special. Um, I, I'll, I'll maybe tease it by saying uh, it's we'll be featuring someone who is not a stranger to the podcast, but in a different type of way. So um, we have that to look forward. So and 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 she will be um, working with a variety of other guests. Um, in support of a big project that she has happening out of no studios. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, we have so many exciting things coming up that I, I kind of slipped my mind to be honest with you, Allison. And now I'm remembering and I'm getting re-excited about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, just, I, I, like I said, at the top of the, at the interview, just wanted to take a moment to reflect on 2022 for this podcast and, and first and foremost, thank the listeners, you know, like we're, you, you, there's a lot of podcasts out there, a lot of podcasts. Um, and, you know, based on the listenership of the musicians venture, um, I think it's safe to say that, that we're in the top, like, you know, 50% of podcasts. Now I know that's not saying a ton because there are, you know, millions of podcasts out there, but, uh, but to see the growth that, that, that the podcast has seen over the course of the last year, it just, Again, it brings me excitement um, for what's to come and and gratitude for for what has been and what is now. Um, so thank you to the listeners. We we couldn't do this without you. Also, thank you to all of our guests uh, for sharing your stories, um, for sharing your music. Um, and uh, it's just it's a really cool, a really cool opportunity. And uh, I'm excited that everybody who's been a part of it, either in the listening chair or in the interviewee chair, um, that, uh, that you've, that you've, that you've, you just jumped on board and, and, and are on, along this ride with us. Awesome. And you know, what? I didn't tell you, I was going to ask you about this, but, and you might've kind of brought it up already, but, um, if you had to choose a word that summed up 2022 for yourself, um, what would you, what would you say to that? Ooh, uh, were you thinking about that yesterday in our meetup at all? I was, and, you know, I try to make those, those meetups, um, you know, as, as much about the musicians as possible. So I don't, I don't try to personalize it too much to me, but 
Oh man, this year has just been a wild ride. Um, and so I think the word for me um, that's kind of resonating is particularly in the last few weeks has been belief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's been some, some things happen in life, you know, this year that are um, largely outside of my control. And when you, when those types of things happen, it's easy to, to get kind of, you know, down about things and, and get worried um, about what, what else might happen um, or what you want to happen, how, how that might not happen. Um, but I've really, in the last few weeks, kind of come into this place of, of trying to rid all negative thoughts and energy. Um, and, and just every time something, a worry or a fear-based thought comes up, try to flip it to more of a positive uh, oriented energy. And, and for me, it's just been belief, you know, belief that there are good things on the horizon. And while we may not know what is exactly going to come our way, just knowing that whatever comes our way is an opportunity to appreciate whatever it is, both positive and negative, learn from the negative, appreciate both the positive and negative and, and grow from that. So uh, I would say belief is my word. And I believe your, your word was lessons learned, right? Yeah. And maybe to make it sound um, less academia, like, and also fit into the one word description, I would say just learning. Um, And uh, yeah, lots of things, you know, always trying things, always learning from them. And that's kind of um, where I'm at from, you know, from a personal perspective and professional. And, um, and I think that's uh, the real, I don't know, for me, I, that's, that's why we, I, I would tend to ask that question on the podcast of musicians as well as like, what kind of, what lessons have you learned along the way? Because um, that's where you really um, kind of become who you are. Um, yeah. When the dust settles, you really, um, you find out who you are, you find out what you don't want to do, what you want to do. Um, yeah. It, it's, um, it's really fun to, fun to learn um, more about yourself and what you want to do. Um, through different different ways. Um, I don't want to get into all <laughs> um, but anyways, I think you know what I mean there. So yeah, always learning. Yeah. Well, Allison, I think it might be a, a good way to end this episode on like, is there anything in particular from your vantage point about um the music industry that is exciting you for for 2023? <laughs> That's a good question. A big question. Um, exciting for the industry. Um, you know, I personally have been really inspired by the music tech things that you and Kala and others have been talking about and discussing. And I personally uh, really want to dig into that more myself um, because I, I do think there's definitely a lot to be um learned a lot to be excited about there. Um, I love just, you know, following, learning more about um, the musicians that we do work with, with, with Wisconsin Music Ventures. There's so many of them. I've been talking to many of them in the last um, few weeks, uh, doing really, really great things, um, traveling all over the place, all over the U.S., um, many of them going back and forth from Nashville to Wisconsin, uh, for different projects and different reasons. Um, you know, it's really fun to see 
what they're up to. Um, but yeah, I think travel is getting back to full force. So that's kind of exciting. Um, I think, yeah, just all in all, a lot of good progress there. But uh, yeah, personally, I'm really excited to dig into more of the NFT universe. And uh, I have told Kala, please um, let us know how he how we can be experimented on as a, as a business and uh, potentially podcast too. Yeah, I, I would, I would say like a lot of the same, you know, I, with the other part of my professional life kind of being focused um, on helping uh, tech startup founders, um, and then, and then having the opportunity to work with Kala on, you know, trying to merge those two, those two sides of, of business with music and technology, and there's being kind of separate communities, uh, at least in Milwaukee and trying to bring those two communities together. Um, and my kind of intention with that is to try to help musicians, uh, you know, lean up their processes and with, with technology-based tools and also, um, find new ways of generating revenue, um, that aren't necessarily just as oriented around performance and merch, you know, mm -hmm. having a conversation with, with Ben Moana, uh, uh, about a month or so ago. And, you know, he's using a new kind of technology to actually get paid to create. He had mentioned that, you know, as a musician, it's often you get paid to perform and not to create. And, uh, and so, you know, he's been doing some kind of commissioned, uh, you know, custom songs, um, through a particular platform. And it was just, it was interesting to hear his take on that as, as he's, you know, trying to go from, you know, music being, you know, something that he does in the evenings and the weekends to music being something that he does full time, you know, from the, from the financial aspect, that's a pretty big leap to make, you know, to, to quit a full-time job. And he's trying to use music tech to kind of shrink that gap a little bit. Uh, and I find that very admirable. And I, I would love to help other musicians kind of see those opportunities as well. And then from a personal perspective, I, I think it's been mentioned a few times on in different interviews that I've done. Um, but I keep a pretty detailed uh, iPhone note on all the shows that I see throughout the year. And before this interview, I was just tallying them up. And, uh, you know, I, I think I may have forgotten a few. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I think I saw 175 different sets of music in 2022. And so personally for 2023, I'm excited uh, for the chance to, to outdo that, to, to maybe get to the 200, 200 set mark. Um, and uh, I know that's going to require a lot more time. Uh, I already see a lot of shows every week. Like I'm, I have a few more yet to get to uh, this year. I'm going to go try to make it to three concerts yet tonight. Um, but, you know, just from a personal perspective, uh, I think I've shared this on social medias before music, seeing live music is a form of self-care for me. So it's almost like the more that I see, the more I'm taking time to care for my, for myself and by also supporting, you know, the musicians who are, who are sharing their creativity with the world. So that's how I would, would say I'm most excited about music in 2023. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm definitely, obviously a big consumer of the live music too. And um, definitely 
you know, one thing I, I might mention, and I don't know if I have ever really discussed this on the podcast, but I really prefer to not talk about who I see and when I see them for whatever reason. Um, Cause I kind of like to be a little bit more elusive when I go out to shows, unless mm-hmm. it's one that we're running ourselves, but um, I don't know for, I just like to kind of stay in the back and, and not even let people know I'm there most of the time. And uh, it's kind of like my own way of being just like having my own time to myself, but I do show up and, and sometimes people notice when I'm there. Um, but I like to just kind of hang out in the back and just enjoy and just like enjoy not working a show. And, um, I don't know, it's, it's just, that's kind of my version of therapy. And, (laughs) um, and so, yes, I usually don't tell people when I'm going to a lot of the shows that I go to, because I just want to be there to just enjoy and listen. So, um, yeah, I don't know. To me, there's there's value personally to just like not even talking about it and just uh, but I'll still take notes on the musician, you know, you know how I am. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I can I can completely relate to that. Yeah. Like um I think often people see me at shows and I'm there alone and they think, Well, wait, wait, Nick, aren't you a community builder? Like like why why aren't there like you know dozens of people? Why didn't you bring like dozens of people with you? But there are definitely shows that I want to go to with friends and 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 others who I obviously want to introduce the musicians to, or at least you know their music. But I think more often than not, I'm I'm doing more of the same thing that you're that you're doing, Allison, just kind of showing up, you know, standing in the back or or sitting right up close to the stage and just. It's almost like there's nobody else there with me. It's just mm-hmm. just me and the and the and the artist or the band. Um, it is a really therapeutic experience, mm-hmm. um, and I'm often known for kind of geeking out about just like the opportunity to sit in a in an intimate environment that is um, artist friendly. You know, not a not a bar. You know, not a big mm-hmm. venue where people are you know like you know, screaming and things like that. Nothing against those. I, I enjoy those shows too, but just the opportunity to sit in, in a room with a dozen or so folks and share the experience of taking in live music. I mean, and you can hear a pin drop between notes. It It's just, there's some, there's just nothing else like that for me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's so joyous. And, and I think therapeutic is a great word to use to describe mm-hmm. that experience. Yeah. For sure. Wow. Yeah. Well, Oof! What? Just reflecting on 2022, it's um, it's been fun, Allison, and uh, and and talking about the moments and the experiences that we've had and conversations we've had. Uh, appreciate your your time and your reflection and your memories and all of that stuff. And super excited about what's to come. Great! Thank you so much, and thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Uh, wish all of our uh, listeners and guests uh, a very happy holidays and um, a happy new year. And we will see you or you'll hear from us, I should say, uh, in 2023. Thanks for listening to the Musicians Venture Podcast. Please leave ratings and reviews from wherever you're listening from. Check us out online at themusiciansventure.com for more information on what we have happening, to find past episodes, and ways to get in touch with us. Find us on social media at The Musicians Venture on Facebook and Instagram, and at Musician Venture on Twitter. Like and follow us on all those platforms, and hey, while you're there, engage with and share our content with your friends. 
The Musician's Venture Podcast is hosted by me, Nick O'Brien, with guest host appearances from Allison M. The podcast is produced by Shannon Coulard, with theme music by Mike Neumeyer. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>